TPR. Hi guys, this is Ali, back again with the TPR part. This is episode 105. This week's guest is Ethan Shabowski. Ethan is a major food content creator uh, over in the US. He's got a great channel. If you're in the food video interest space on YouTube, you definitely know who he is. Um, we talked about quite a few things on this episode, how he started, how things are going, his process for coming up with the videos. He's made a few Pakistani recipes, which was my primary impetus for getting in touch with him but you know overall his channel is just super good and he's right up there with the best of them so that's this episode um check out the breakdown in the description to see all uh, all the things we talked about uh some show notes some admin work this episode we're gonna try something new um and maybe continue for the other episodes as well where the youtube version will sort of be like a best of kind of cut of the thing and the full conversation um you know like the director's cut if there is such a thing that's going to be the audio version so soundcloud spotify apple Podcasts, all those places they're going to have the full conversation um where youtube i'm going to try and experiment with keeping it in like the 45 to 60 or as close to 45 minutes as i can get all inclusive um just to see you know just optimizing the stuff for the mediums and obviously over at the tpr clips channel and on the Instagrams, we're going to have the clips every weekday. Um, so yeah, episode 105 with Ethan Shabowski. This was a great chat. Hope you guys enjoy. Can't complain. Yeah, little little bit of a busy week for me. Uh-huh. Um, going away like Thursday through Sunday to visit my my brother for the first time in a while. So trying to squeeze in a getting a couple of videos done over the next like two days. <laughs> how was how was the uh, second second shot? You go you that go okay? Oh yeah, it, it went fine. I had literally nothing like zero wrong. Even it's funny. So like my arm was really uh, sore the first mm. time. And I, and I told, I told the guy that I was like, yeah, I was like, man, my arm is so sore for a couple of days. And he's like, oh, just move it around like consistently during today. And like, it should be fine. Okay. And then, yeah, I, d- I did that was like moving it around and stuff. And then the next day it felt like what the first one felt like three days later, which was like nothing. Okay. So yeah, it was, it was really smooth and easy for me, which I mean, I've heard, you know, everyone's had different situations. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I had zero, no, zero was, problem. Do you know what you got? Like, uh, it- yeah, I got Pfizer. Okay. Yeah. I got Pfizer too. And the lady at the place, she was like, Oh, you know, the second one, sometimes a bit more hardcore and nothing happened. And I'm yeah. like, Oh shit. <laughs> Why yeah. is nothing happening? <laughs> is it not working? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. Okay. Thanks very much for coming, man. Um, I understand your schedule is crazy, but um, you know, thanks oh, yeah. for making the time. I was looking before when I do these podcasts, I try to find like some way to start the conversation. And finally, after like a hundred episodes in, I found someone who was also in the big four. And like yeah. me. I was in the yeah. big four and I was like, really? how have I not talked to anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in uh, EY for like oh, okay. 10 years, like in assurance. Yeah. Um, but finally I was, I was going through your older videos and I was like, oh yeah, shit. Finally, big four accountant guy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, how was, how was that uh, experience for you? Did you, yeah, so I can, you're here I, now? <laughs> I can give yeah, I can give you a little I give you a little time frame. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so graduated what 2016 with my bachelor's in accounting and like a minor in uh, data analytics. Mm. So. So I started working for Deloitte, um, not in it and not actually in the like accounting, not in tax or audit, but in their advisory practice. So I was like an like an analytics consultant. Right. Um, you know, fan, fancy term for not. <laughs> not as uh not as fancy of work yeah um but like i was always in financial services you know doing the travel thing monday through thursday so like you know depending on the the client project you know sometimes it'd be and i was based in charlotte north carolina at the time right right and then it could have been i think it, i think my first job out was like new york city and and you know it's a fresh well like 22 23 year old going on you know client project monday through thursday in new york city i was yeah. like oh this is this is the life <laughs> um 
but yeah, then after, you know, a couple of years, like the, the travel thing, it kind of wears on you a little bit, at least it, I mean, for a lot of people, some people, some people like it, but for mm-hmm. me, it definitely kind of wear, wore on me a little bit. And I was, um, I was on a project or I was just starting a project, I think in Detroit, um, super nice city. But, uh, and even before that, I kind of like, man, I don't know if I want to do this cold travel thing long-term, I'm kind of getting a little tired of it. So I, I started the YouTube channel in June, 2018, while I was mm. still working for Deloitte. And then at the time it was just, all right, let's post one video a week, you know, on the weekend, like let's make something for something to me to look forward to. So I've always been into cooking. I've always enjoyed cooking. I'm, I'm not a trained chef. My parents aren't trained chefs. Like we just really like food and stuff. So for me, it was, it was just a, a kind of creative outlet and kind of a, like a release from, you know, not being able to cook Monday through Thursday, like literally ever. Um, so that's kind of how the channel started. And then as I started making them, I realized how much I just enjoyed the, the process of making them, like learning about filming, learning about editing, and then also trying to teach myself what I'm going to hopefully teach others, which, you know, makes me you know, a better cook in and of itself. Yeah. So like that whole process was very kind of fun and, and addicting. And, you know, yeah. So I basically posted one video the whole year and I was still thinking like, man, do I still want to work for Deloitte? Do I want to travel? So I was like, man, maybe I'll find a different job or maybe I'll go back to grad school, you know, for two years, get my MBA or something. And then probably about six months into the YouTube, I was like, could I just like quit my job and just, you know, see if, see if I spend two years trying to make it a full-time thing, like see what happens. And that's what I ended up doing. So a year after starting the channel is June, 2019. Now Mm. quit my job, had 900 subscribers, hadn't made a single cent off of anything. Um, But I was like, all right, here's, you got two years to see what happens. So, you know, after I was living in Charlotte, I was like, you know, had money saved up for like grad school and stuff, but I was like, I'm, I'm not going to like, just go through this. So I was like, Hey mom and dad, do you guys mind if I move back in? <laughs> and they, they were like, yeah, like, that'd be awesome. Cause my younger brother was a, a senior in high school at the time. So, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, it's, it seems like a, a step backwards, but I think uh, for me, it was, it was almost like a step forward to like mm. move back in with my parents. It was, it was kind of fun, you know, being able to hang out with them, being able to hang out with my brother after, you know, not living with them since, you know, since I started college, like, whatever seven eight years ago at that point Mm. and then and then at that time yeah I just it was I was like all right like if you're gonna spend two years and and try to do this like you you better put as much effort as you can into making this work so over the next year I, I put out at least two videos a week like that was the bare minimum but a lot of times it was three videos per week um, a lot of experimentation with just like trying to find style. Cause like I said, I'm not trained in any of this stuff. So it was just a lot of experimentation, you know, trying different formats, things I thought were interesting, things that I thought might do well. And then, yeah, I think I posted probably like around a hundred and hundred and some videos over the next year. And it was June, 2020 now. And we had went from 900 subscribers to 20,000. So two years total, but in one year, 900 to 20,000. And I honestly thought it'd be, I thought it'd go quicker. Yeah. Cause I was like, <laughs> man, like if I feel like if I'm devoting like this much time, it'd be, I yeah, feel yeah. like from an outsider looking in at the beginning, I, I thought it was going to be easier than it actually was. Okay. Um, Did you know any people like in other YouTube fields? No, no. Yeah. Oh, no I was one. super naive to the entire thing. Right, right. Um, it, so so for me like because you always like you know you maybe chat with your friends like oh i could be like instagram famous or like i could be sure i could be such and such you know famous if i if i tried and then like you actually try and you realize you're like shit this yeah. this stuff's hard like yeah. it's not easy at all to to grow and it's hard to stick with it you know that's probably 99 percent of the reason like why people don't end up doing it because it's like it's so easy to give up after you know 20 videos 50 videos 100 videos and then yeah. for me, it ended up being, I think like 160 videos total. And then, you know, I got one that, you know, kind of hit the viral, the viral spike um, in June, 2020. And then 
yeah, in July, it went from 20,000 subscribers to 170,000 in a month. Which yeah. I still have not seen that number <laughs> since that month. How often, um, how often were you in that phase? How often were you like refreshing your phone to see, oh shit, how high is it going? <laughs> yeah, I remember looking at him like, because I was just like, oh my gosh, I got like a thousand in a day. Yeah. And then like the next day I was like, I got 4,000 subscribers in a day. And then like the next day after that, it was like 8,000 in a day. And I'm just like, I'm just like, <laughs> what, what is going on right now? Because like, it, it's, it was like this such long, like two year process of like, you know, what I was like, man, I thought I'd be further along. And then in the next month, it was like, oh, no, like, I'm higher than I thought I'd be after two years, you know, like, I was thinking, like, maybe I'll do like, uh, you know, close to 100,000 subscribers in like, you know, two total years, right. And then like, literally, it, it did that, you know, the exponential, all the work that you put in up front here, ended up like paying off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then that was the spike. And then ever since that, that month is like, literally when it became, you know, like enough for me to be, you know, a full-time, you know, food content creator. How close you know, prior were you, to that, I was making at least part-time money, but not much. How, how close were you at that point to being like done with it before? Yeah. Before so, the so I still, I still had the, I still was like, all right, I'm at least doing this for one more year, even at okay. 20,000 subscribers. Cause I was making like, you know, part-time money. Like I could cover, you know, like rent and that's pretty much it. Like couldn't cover any other living expenses. Mm. So I had actually moved out, um, to where I am now in California. Cause my buddy, um, from dental school was being stationed out here and he was like, Hey, do you want to, you know, try out here? And I was like, yeah, like I could swing that. Um, and then literally after we got here in June, I was starting to look for, you know, part-time jobs, just something I could pick up for like, you know, 20 hours a week to, so I could spend, you know, still the majority of my time, but at least I can cover, you know, like rent with the YouTube money. And then I've still got, you know, some savings from, you know, not having to pay rent and live in my parents. And then, you know, just a little bit of, you know, 20 hours part-time. And then like, right as I was about to start filling out stuff, like the next couple of days is when the spike happened. I'm like, I think we're good. Like, I think we, <laughs> you know, as long as I don't, as long as I don't like, mess something up and like yeah. the next 10 videos bomb for some reason like i, I think we i think we've got this we just got to keep the momentum and i was like i've just got a like part-time job to the side like i've just got to focus on making my next like 10 videos really good and okay and yeah and that's kind of been how, how the process has continued from there it's been wild yeah yeah, yeah. i was i was because i was going through like your q a's and some other podcasts and i remember there was a part-time job consideration at some point like yeah i'll move are you in california yep Okay, so you're moving there with your friend and like, oh, maybe I'll pick a job and keep this going. But that never had to be done. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's like amazing. probably another three weeks, I probably would have <laughs> had a part-time job somewhere. Right, right. So we have been watching, we as in me and my wife in the house, we've been watching your videos for a good while, like at least all of last year, maybe a bit before that. But what really made me, you know, get in touch with you was the sudden like the recent list of like Pakistani food things because like now this is going to be like a 10 minute complimentary monologue or something yeah, no problem because yeah. <laughs> we you know you see Asian Pakistani food on YouTube people doing it and but there's like small you know differences small like generic sort of steps that people take and we're like all right yeah that's cool but that's not how we make it or how because everyone makes it different from house to house, yeah. let alone region to region. So then randomly we're scrolling through YouTube and we see your, you blew up on Pakistani Twitter first. When oh, really? You did, yeah, when you did, <laughs> um, but not in the most positive way. Because when oh. you did the chicken over rice <laughs> biryani thing, but yeah. your biryani was more like the Irani style. Yeah, yeah. And Pakistanis, especially from Karachi, are like super possessive about Brianna. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what is this guy saying? Chicken over rice, blah, blah. But now you're in everyone's like, <laughs> you know, memory. Then you dropped the, I think the PK chicken cry video. Mm -hmm. And we were like, what is happening? This is like legit, legit. And then uh, yeah. when, then there was Kima Mutter. And I was like, this is not even like fancy stuff. He's making like normal things that we make and we've never seen this right yeah on youtube and it got to the point where then you made nihari which is like my favorite pakistani thing of all time we made it like last week um 
and uh, the it went down to you know there's a specific way because we eat with our hands in Pakistani food there's a specific way you use the bread to scoop up the yep. gravy and everything and lots of people have done this food like travel shows and stuff but they don't get that motion right and when you did that like high fives man in my house i was like yes <laughs> he went all the way so um and i was like this is like now i have to yeah i was yeah. Gonna, after karai i was gonna get in touch but now i really like i was like after somewhere i'll send him like a letter with an owl or something on it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah so firstly um our people have told you in the comments i've seen it but great job on all of those videos yeah um, you really really made those work I was interested in seeing though, what, how did those ideas come about? Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, like one of my favorite things about cooking is, is just trying different um, cuisines and, you know, like, yeah, there are super popular ones, uh, you know, like in, in the States, like, you know, Italian is, is naturally super popular, mm -hmm. like uh, various Chinese things, Japanese, um, Mexican. So Mexican. Yeah. Mexican is another huge one. Um, so those are kind of like more like there's a, those are a lot more like mainstream, I guess, like cuisines sure. that, you know, people are, people are like pretty comfortable with and have tried. Um, and I, I just love trying other things outside of, you know, just the basics, you know, like I, so I love Indian food mm. and, you know, I don't think I've ever actually been to like a, you know, like a, a Pakistani restaurant, um, but then like tried out someone. So for those dishes, you know, cause I know that obviously there's going to be some similarities between spices, cuisines, yeah, yeah. techniques, um, as you go through, but those, those couple of dishes were literally just from people saying, Hey, you should try or look into this, try out this. Like, I think the, the, the PK chicken karahi was literally in a live stream. So I was like, Hey, you should, you should make this. And I wrote, just wrote a note down. And then I looked um, into it a couple of days later. I was like, yeah, this looks really good. Um, and, and I, in addition to that, I kind of like the, the basic, just normal food, like things that they're not like super, it's not like a special occasion thing. It's yeah, more like, yeah. yeah, like you could just make this, you know, in, in 30 minutes and it's incredible. So like those kind of what draw me to, you know, the, the chicken karahi, the kima mutter, um, you know, Nihari is a little bit more involved with, but it's really just brazing. It's not like it's that hard or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, so those kind of just like spurred on because I like when I think about food and, and traveling to food, like I want to know like what a person in, you know, Pakistan or Japan or, or India or Italy, like, what are they just eating on like a normal basis? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to necessarily know like the special things, but like, what are you eating on like a, a Monday night? Like, what are you cooking yourself or and then, I mean, in, in addition to that, it is also kind of know, like, what do you, what do you make for a special occasion? But yeah, for those dishes, you know, I was like, I was like, man, I got to do these. Cause I tried it once. I was like, this took me 30 minutes. Like, you know, everyone should like, at least try this should, should know about it. Um, because, you know, especially with, you know, COVID the pandemic, like haven't been able to travel, which is, you know, just not very fun. Like I love to travel, especially, you know, I, I travel for to, to eat food, you know, right, like right. sites are cool, but at the end of the day, like I'm traveling <laughs> yeah. for, to try to try some new things. So yeah. for me, like being able to, you know, do some research, look into these, see, see like what kind of the basic components are, um, of these dishes and then, and then be able to make them, you know, at home and, you know, and hopefully, uh, you know, a, a fairly traditional way, or at least if it's not traditional, I'll be like, Hey, this isn't, probably what they do, you know, based on these couple other preparations that I've seen, but it's a little bit easier if you're just doing it this way for me. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's kind of how I, I came up with those. It was literally just, you know, people put them out there and I was like, yeah, I'll look into it. I tried it once. And then I was like, yep, I'm making a video about this. So when you say you tried it, did you, I was wondering about this. So did you try as in making it or did you order it from somewhere, get a reference point? How do you go about like, the general question would be, have you made things you've never tasted before? Yeah. Yeah. So for, for these couple, it was like, I, you know, I, I just looked around. I was like, yeah, I don't really know where I can get this near me. Right, um, right. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was going through various resources and like, sometimes you need to, for me, like when I'm trying to find these, I, I try to like, look, you might have to look for a, a 
a recipe, you know, not written in English or, you know, maybe I go through to a, a street food video of it. Um, you know, like a Mark Ween's video, or there's, you know, there's a bunch of, um, other, you know, kind of street food creators. So like, so at least I can, I can kind of visualize and see how it's being made and then pair that with, you know, maybe three to four recipes to see like, okay, these are the kind of spices they're using. They're not using the same one every time. But like, what are the kind of those key components, mm. you know, like for the Karahi, like throwing the ginger on, like at, like the fresh ginger on after, yeah. you know, creating the the sauce with kind of the, the tomatoes. And then, you know, the spices can change a little bit, but it's kind of the same three or three, four, five spices, but you know, there's, there's some room for variability in there. And then, you know, just going from there and just, so yeah, like, I don't know exactly if it tastes exactly <laughs> like, and it probably doesn't. Cause that's like the tough things when you're, when you're doing like regional and like, you know, cause like literally everyone could do it a little bit differently. Yeah. So like, that's why when I'm trying to show off, you know, kind of authentic or, or traditional or regional dishes, I'm saying, Hey, you know, this is kind of based off of these couple you know, like for the Nihari, I showed like, I think I showed like three or four different, you know, spice blends. Yeah. And, you know, cause I was like saying, it's like, this is like kind of what you're looking for, but like, even, even within these, like no one's doing it the same. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, that's why you kind of need to break it down to those base components. And then, you know, yeah, no, especially in like, somewhere. especially in like the India, Pakistan area, like people say every hundred kilometers, the recipe changes. So, yep. which is something everyone ex- accepts but they're also like super possessive like no no this is yeah. the right way to do it yeah. but no what i'll do is are you in like the la area in california um i'm in carlsbad so i'm about an hour south of la I'll but hopefully to do some, some travel up 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 to la this summer okay i'll find you some pakistani restaurant yeah recommendations I, I i know chicago recommendations so i'm sure they have branches in like la yeah too. yeah but okay um I was going to ask how many times do you usually make something before it's you're comfortable to put it on video? Yeah. So, um, it depends on what I'm making. So for, for some of those, like the, the PK chicken grahi or Nihari, it'll probably be at least twice. Mm. Um, normally the first one is like, I'll follow it pretty straight to the T of kind of the bulk of the recipes or the video I saw and kind of go from there and then be like, all right, what's what's really making up this dish like what are the components you know for like the karahi it's like all right we need to build a sauce um but the sauce is built on the aromatics and and spices and then the tomato is what kind of gives it the you know the the saucy component and then you know you you mix in chicken and then you know serve it with your your roti or or you know whatever kind of carb source you want so normally like i'll try it once be like all right that was pretty good. Can I tweak some things? Can I adjust spices a little bit here and there, maybe include something or, or up, up the amounts of something and then probably make it one more time and then, you know, do the, do the final, but then for things like that I've made, so like, you know, I do a a lot of fried food, you know, I love fried food. So like, like at this point, I'm not going to recipe test, like if I'm doing a, you know, a, a fried, like, fish sandwich or like fried shrimp or something like that. Like I'm probably not going to rest, like I'm not going to recipe test it. Cause like, I know how to do like the, the various, I know how to do a batter. I know how to do a breading. It's just because I've done that, you know, several mm. times. Mm. So yeah, it just depends kind of on the video scope and of what I'm doing. So for, for, yeah, for the more like traditional saying, Hey, I've not made this ever before, or like, I haven't even eaten this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to need to test that bare minimum twice and then I'll film it. So that'll be the, you know, the third one, third time, but sometimes yeah. it's even, you know, it can be more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally when I get those ideas, like it's not, it's not like a push through. So like for PK chicken grahi, someone sent me the note. I was like, all right, I'll look this up. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to make this this week. Like didn't have the video planned at all made. It, it was like, oh yeah, this is really good. <laughs> and then, and then when the video time rolls around, I'm like, all right, kind of writing up everything I want to talk mm-hmm. about all the, the, the general points. And then I'll be like, all right this is the recipe I think I'm going to roll with, but uh, let me try it one more time and then we'll film it. Okay. Okay. Um, but then thinking about like the practice and the trial thing, I was thinking like when you do something you're familiar with, like the steak video that you did recently, mm-hmm. like the long one, 
that's more of like an experimental kind yeah, of process, yeah. right? Where you're trying to like almost A/B test processes, etc. How often do you find the opportunity to get like deep dive into it? Yeah. So those videos, um, like the steak one, like yeah. a lot of fun to do a ton of work, like yeah, yeah. so much extra work. Um, you know, it's cause yeah, like, but, but that is, uh, one of the videos I, I have a lot of fun making. And, and that's why for me, I want to try to find a balance with mm. those because yeah, they take so much extra time. Um, you know, just from, the actual writing up of everything I want to test. Cause like, if you are going to do an experiment, like you want to have like some, like you really want to be able to go through and test everything. So for that one was probably almost like 20 steaks or something that I cooked over the course of like two or three days. Um, and yeah, just like capturing data points, different temperatures, different, you know, uh, how things sear differently, how things, what, what weights come out um, versus, you know, salting before salting, you know, a day in advance or things like that. Mm. So those videos are way more involved from every facet, just because first of all, the, the actual writing of everything that I want to do in the video, um, making sure that I'm getting every single shot that I need. If I am comparing, you know, four right, or five yeah. different things, it's like, like if I miss one of those shots, it's like, can't. So it's like, no, I've got to get a shot list of everything that I need. And then, you know, the editing part too, if it is like, I think that was like a 20, minute long video yeah so that was you know a ton of editing on my part so in the future when i when i do more of those type videos i want to get hopefully be able to get an editor to kind of help me mm. tackle that because right you know my i guess value add is more in the upfront is like the ideation how do we show this on video yeah um and and kind of the writing of it rather than you know me spending like 30 or 40 hours on my computer <laughs> editing you know, cause like I'm, I'm a decent editor now, just purely through repetition and making, you know, like 200, whatever videos now at this point. Right. But, uh, but I'm not training it. So I know there's, I know there's people way better out there than I am that can probably get it done still to this day, probably double the speed. And, and then when you come to the, like speaking of the ideation thing and then going through like the planning of a video and stuff, I've noticed over the years, there was this one, maybe it was a Q&A or another podcast you were doing where you were talking about the different kinds of food YouTubers. One is like the super technical numbers, like maybe like a Kenji who's just talking mm -hmm. about how, what chemical does what to like meat and et cetera, that sort of thing. Then there's people who are more, you know, showcasing the food, more casual. And I think at the time you were saying that you were trying to balance the two because your videos have apart from the detailed um, processes like the steak video, you always have your macros from like the start, yep. right? So, and you're always also trying to look into like, how can you make something easier? And then um, your thing on the, your section about me section on YouTube is you want to make things easier for people to make mm -hmm. um, personally. So starting from someone you've mentioned that, you know, food was a big thing growing up and you were, you know, a hobbyist cook sort of thing when you started, when did that come about? Like, when did the mission become like an idea? Because knowing myself, I started a podcast like a while ago. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to talk to my friends. And then slowly I'm doing interviews right now. Yeah. There's like a purpose. You, all, you don't always have those ideas at the start. How did this come about for you? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's kind of, yeah. Like when I started the channel, like I was already kind of without knowing it almost where I am now, like almost doing kind of similar content. It just yep. didn't really take off in the beginning. Like, I think if you look at some of my early videos, like I had this macro friendly Monday series, you know, yes, where yes. I said, yeah. Hey, like, let's make some food that actually tastes good. You know, it's not literally just plain chicken and vegetables. Yeah, it's you know, it's more than that, but it's still, it's still like you can make it to, um, you know, exactly how you need it to be. It can it can help you reach whatever your goals are? Mm. Um, so like for me, there's always been a focus on what's the point of the video. You're like, what am I trying to kind of teach? Um, and I didn't really know how to do that back then. Like I did. That's not how I like start a video. Right. Not back then, but that's how I start it now. So like now when I'm making a video, it's like, all right, what do what value do I want to bring the viewer in this video? Because I mean, there's there's millions of steak videos. There's millions of 
burger videos. There's all these stuff. So, yeah. you know, what, what value am I going to bring? Am I going to, am I going to give you technical knowledge in this video, like the steak one, or am I going to show you how to make this healthier? Like in the, you know, various, like, you know, high, like restaurant style fried rice versus lower calorie fried rice, or am I going to show you how to make it faster? You know, do you, do you need to like sit around and wait for a, wait for a, a wet, you know, a pickle brine for a fried chicken sandwich, or can like, you just make it in, in, you know, less than 30 minutes and yeah. it's still really good. So that's kind of how I approach a video now is like, before I even start like writing out, it's like, what do I want people to, to take away? And it's, and typically when it's, it's what I would take away, it kind of it, like my channel is kind of an embodiment of me, you know, for, for macros, it's like, you know, I've lost a ton of weight in, in my time. Like it, I think at the heaviest, yeah. I was like 240 pounds. Now I'm down to I typically I'm around like 160, 165. So like for me, cooking at one point was super important to be able to do that. So like macros are always going to be important. And I, I don't track, you know, everything, but I think it's at least good information. Like if people want it, that's mm. kind of why I include it. Like if you want it, it's there, which is great. Um, but then another thing like it, food for me is just sometimes a way to, transport myself so like the 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 pk chicken karahi like that's kind of what i want to do like it's it's a way to just give me a new experience i've never had before um third it could be just you know i want something comforting like i so i make a lot of fried food right yeah. so like that's kind of why like the 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 way my cooking has been it's like cooking can be whatever you need it to be and like i try to bring those various values just based on the the video to the to the viewer um so hopefully like they can kind of see these various reasons of you know not not only how to cook but like why cooking is important and and do you think do you find that like scientific sort of breakdown that people could have for reference do you think that's resonating with people all this while or are they perhaps just watching a food video yeah i, I think it really is like um you know i get i got like a lot of comments and people will be like, yeah, like I've made this like, and that's right. that at the end of the day, like that's, that's probably the number one goal. Like I want you to actually try this stuff. Like I want you to make it, um, which is, you know, cool way to me. Cause like, yes, like I can, you know, I can talk about this, but until you actually make it, you're probably not going to learn or understand yep. what's really going on. Cause actually understanding just the basics of cooking is, is super important because then like once you understand the basics then you can make all these different decisions like you can take a traditional recipe and like flip it upside down if you know how to use the techniques and like you know just create something create something new yeah yeah, yeah. um and i think like the understanding for me is is kind of what i felt was lacking as someone who wanted to understand that stuff that's what i felt like was lacking on youtube you know like there's all these videos that have been around for a while and it's either just like a straight through recipe but it's like i want more than a recipe i want like give me give me a little bit more give me like a little bit of color about the thing or tell me a little bit about the components or like like what am i really trying to do because at the end of the day like even though there is you know countless cuisines that have countless dishes like as you start making all these different dishes you realize they're really all the same like they're using they're using like the same basics, you know, there, th there's, you know, even if there's 10 different cuisines, like they're all searing in this recipe. Yeah. You know, it could be 10 completely different di dishes. They're all searing at high heat, like yeah. going through, or they're all, they're all braising. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, but they, they use like a bunch of different, completely different spice mix. Maybe they mixed up their aromatics, like to change the flavor profile. But if you kind of break it down, you're like, oh yeah, these are literally all doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny because like, you don't see that until you start making, you know, the, the whole wide variety of stuff, um, right. which is, which is really cool How'd for you... me. And it's fun to see those, those differences between how they're doing it within, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, this is the same basic technique, but it's a completely different dish and it's, it's fun to learn and understand that stuff. I think maybe it was you who was saying that in the Nihari video, where it's like every culture has like a braised dish. Yeah. And this yeah. is just the Pakistani version of that. Yeah. Um, the And that, what you were saying about putting your own perspective, like you're looking for the macros and the techniques and you just put that in your video, that really resonates with how when people say, sure, a video genre is like populated, just people in it. But if you make it like from your perspective, that's still a completely like a new thing. Like 
you know, you can have someone else's guitar and the whole rig and know the song, but you won't play it like that person because yeah. you're not that person. Um, do, do you think, is that something, I was wondering, is that something that sort of almost analytical approach, is that like true for you apart from food and everything? Is that just a thing in your life as well? Yeah, that, in general, that really is a, a thing for me. Like I, I love understanding the things that I need to do to change like an outcome, like even, right. even in video games, like, you know, if I'm trying to like get right. good at a video game and be like, all right, like, what am, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Or like, what do I need to change? Yeah. You know, is it, is like, you know, is it like positioning or something in like a shooter or is it like a mechanic, you know, in like uh in like rocket league, for example, like yeah. sometimes I play that. It's like, I need to learn how to do this. Right. Um, so, but that, and then like, yeah, like everything, like I want to understand the basics of like what I need to do, like, you know, from, you know, personal finance to like, you know, sports growing up, not I me, mean, I guess not as much growing up, but like later on in the life, like I've been like, Ooh, like I need to learn how to, like, I need to learn how to do a really good flick and, and a backhand with an ultimate Frisbee. Like, how do I work on those? How do I practice on those? Um, for me, that process is fun. Um, coming back to the food thing. You're what, 200 plus videos in now? Yep. So 200 videos in, three-ish years into the thing. Has, I was wondering how much the work that you've done on the videos has affected how you perhaps approach cooking in like your own life, like apart from when you're making it. Has there been like a massive change from Ethan when he was starting YouTube? to now like because now there's videos you're making videos of like organizing stuff and setting up your kitchen a certain way and that stuff that if you're not in there every day you don't care it's not a problem you just throw yeah. the noodles in the thing and you're done but now you have to have the pantry set like this way for maximum efficiency yep so how much has that changed like your own approach to food and the kitchen yeah yeah there's been wild changes um, in, you know, Ethan from three years ago versus right. to me now. Yeah. Like organization for one has been mm. massive for me. Just, you know, apart from, you know, just the kitchen, but just like having like clean workspace and things like that is always super helpful for me. But yeah, like trying to figure out how things want to flow, especially for like for videos is important because, you know, as a one man show, you know, I have someone like filming for me or like getting stuff ready for me. So I need to make sure like my kitchen is organized in a way that I know where everything is. It's easy to see, easy to grab. Um, and then apart from that, like a lot of the things that I make on video are things that I am just making for myself. Um, you know, like, uh, probably like two days ago, I made like one of the salads with like the creamy Buffalo sauce that I made like two yeah. weeks ago, yeah. you know, things I, like that. So it's like, it's very <laughs> applicable. Like what I'm making at the time is what I'm making, you know, right. for the, you know, during my, my day to day for, and then like, for example, um, searing like chicken with mayo, like literally I do that 98% of the time I'm like, just searing like a piece of chicken it's mayo instead of oil so like think like techniques like that have just totally kind of taken over where like three years ago even if you told myself like yo try try using mayo for chicken i'd be like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah. and now i'm like no like this is this is like legit um so yeah there's there's been so many of those just like little things like sharp knives like i, I actually watched one of my old videos the other day yeah and i was like that that knife's really dull <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know how I did that. Um, so like sharp knives, another massive one for me. Like I using a dull knife now, it, it like breaks a little piece of my heart when I have to use a dull knife because I've gotten so accustomed to, you know, having my own that are very sharp. I can keep them, keep them very sharp when they go out. So a lot of things like that have just changed over time and, and kind of transformed me mm. um, into kind of more. Do you find yourself? Yeah. Do you find yourself just irritated in someone else's kitchen? Like, this is not supposed to be here and this knife isn't cutting yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough because you're, you're just out of your element. It's it's so weird because like you're you're in this element, you've created this spot for yourself. And then mm. like when you're, yeah, when you're transported out and you're like, oh, I don't have, I don't have the normal salt that I use. I don't have my like really sharp knife. I don't have, uh, I don't have this certain pan that I love to use right. or, or things like that. It just, it just kind of takes you out of your element. It like shocks you and you're like, oh. 
so, gotta, gotta roll it in. I was I remember you talking about this on I think um his name is Will Clark, that podcast that you did where you were mm-hmm. like, man, the knives, just the biggest thing now is like a sharp knife is the most important. But the small things, and I had this other thing written down about small things. Two small things that I notice people in your comments and your story posts are always talking about pickled onions yeah. and you cleaning up during recipe. Were you surprised at how much people were into it? Oh yeah. A, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. <laughs> so yeah, the pickled onion videos was like, I think like a three minute video. Yeah. yeah, It's three ish. Yeah. You know, I pulled it together. It, it took me, you know, maybe a day total. Like I was just like, Typed it up one morning, was like, all right, make some pickled onions, throw in a couple of things, edited it, sent it out. I was like, yeah, this video probably won't do that well. Like, but, it, but, but at the end of the day, I was just like, yeah, it's something that I'm using. Like I use these all the time. So it's like, I'm just, I just let me make the video, put it up. And yeah, then it, then it blew up. I think it's got like 1.5 million plus views or now. And, and now, now it's like become kind of synonymous yeah. you know, with my channel because like, it is something I use like all the time. Like I, I there the video i'm filming later today like i'm using it in that like it's it's something i literally use all the time and then for the the cleaning thing that was another thing it's like that i felt like it was kind of missing um you know from from videos like they just show you the recipe but they're like like all right when do i clean this though like what am i or like if, if i have 10 minutes to wait around like am i literally just like waiting around looking at this pot or is like yo yeah. do something you know clean your knife, wipe your, wipe your counter down. Um, so I was pretty surprised that, yeah, like people are like, Oh, like sweet. Cause that one came about cause of those, when I like put like, you know, a 25 minute dish, I was like, all right, I I should show them like when they can be, you know, washing something or just putting something away because you know, there's going to be at least one guy that like, Oh, well, it's, it's an extra 30 minutes of dishes. And I'll be like, no, (laughs) like I showed you when you can wash your dish, just wash it real quick. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of just like those practical tips is like what I, you know, what I try to bring, like, I don't try to, you know, I want to be like technical and analytical, but at the same time, like, don't want to overthink things too much and just be like, Hey, these are also some really good, just like practical tips you can use. Yeah. And, and also pickled onions are surprisingly super good. Like you say, Oh yeah, it's just onions. We pickled, but like we made fish tacos tacos were great the tortilla was fine everything was fine we put pickled onions on top and that's all we remembered we're like yeah holy shit (laughs) this is so good no Um, it's an absolute game changer like it it's incredible it seems so simple like just like you said it seems like you'd be like all right well like who cares like yeah throw it on looks good but yeah it it just rounds it out perfectly you just get the little bite of acidity yeah and then that like just wakens your taste buds and you're like oh this is really good now yeah but like you said that it was just, you know, you thought you'd make a short video and you throw it out. How far ahead, because, you know, you're making like recipes is a big part of what you do. There's the odd technique video or the organization video thrown in, but it's mostly recipes. How far ahead are you thinking in terms of like your plan? Like, yeah, I've got three, which three, how do you choose? How's that like the strategizing working? Yeah. So that's, that's something that's working. Pro- Typically it's always been, I need to get X videos done. We're going to work a lot today and, and, and either script one or script multiple, and then maybe film mm. tomorrow, the next day, then edit. I've, 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 I have worked ahead sometimes, but I, I don't, there was one time where I think I had like two or three weeks of videos already ready to go right. in the can. Yeah. Like, but I, I didn't, I didn't really like it. I felt very, detached from the video once I actually let it go live you know like I I, I filmed this thing and edited it like two weeks ago and then I released mm-hmm. it and I was just like I, I like wasn't as excited um when I actually did release it I was like well that, that, was, that was like two weeks ago I don't, I don't yeah whatever um versus now what I try to do well I've gotten a little bit off because I, I did some traveling last week and then going away this weekend too so, so it's I've definitely gotten a little off, but now I kind of want to have like one ready to go, like at least one of my videos done for the week and then have the other one kind of open mm. um, to choose from one of my ideas. So like in my like, like master uh, I use notion, I, I have yeah, who knows how many video ideas um, and that are like kind of in various stages where maybe I've like jotted a couple notes down, 
um, or just like come up with a title of the video that I want to do. And then I'll be like, all right, what's looking interesting? What am I most excited to do? And then I'll just pick it from there. Okay. Yeah. Cause I guess then that's sort of having to balance like, you know, your own personal enjoyment in the making and the, you know, the editing and all of that versus like, now it's just a job. If you're just, I have to bank all these videos. Yeah. Um, yeah. How's that going though? Um, everything. Cause like you quit a job nine to five yeah. thing. Um, usually it's not nine to five in big four firms, but sure. You quit like a, an office job to do this, which is inherently creative and you're interested in the thing in the industry, in the whole, like the genre of things. But when you have to stick to a schedule, when this is your, but this is how you make money and everything, things sort of, everything can turn into a job. Yeah, um, no, it's very true. Yeah. Um, it's something I've uh, uh, had to balance. Um, you know, I probably work more now mm-hmm. than than I did at the big four, but it's just, you know, it's, it's the most flexible, right? Like if I, instead of me, you know, banging out like a, you know, a a 10 or, you know, 12 hour day, you know, five days a week, it's like, okay, I can do four hours this morning, kind of putts around for a couple hours then do five hours later today. Maybe I'll do three hours worth of stuff on a Sunday morning. Um, but typically it is stuff that I am enjoying. Um, and I, I have had some notions where like, I have felt a little bit like burnout and be like just a little stress. And it's like, I got into this to hopefully not have to go through that. So I kind of have to like give myself a mental check and be like, Hey, it's cause I do, I do set schedules for myself and I like schedules. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, I also have to realize like, Hey, like, don't stress it out too much. If like you don't reach this, um, for example, like I was posting on TikTok, kind of yeah. prior to the blow up, um, was kind of gaining some traction in there, like just posting videos. And then like kind of after I hit on YouTube and was like doing well, and I was putting more time and energy, making sure that YouTube was running, you know, efficiently and like making sure I had videos now that I had, you know, like a hundred thousand people mm. plus like expecting a video you know, like expecting something from me, like I was putting way much more time and thought space into that. And I was still like making, you know, TikToks like once a day. And then like, I kind of stopped because I was just like, the TikTok thing, it just like felt like I was picking it up just so I could make another piece of content. Yeah. Um, And, and I felt like I couldn't enjoy any meals just for myself. Like yeah. I couldn't just Cause like cooking that originally, that's originally why I started the channel was like, just a, a, like a stress release, just like for me to have some fun. And then like when I was just making everything and filming everything, it kind of took some of that enjoyment for away from me being able to just like sit down with no cameras. It's just like, what do I want to make today? What am I just going to sit down and have? Um, so that's kind of why I stopped making some of the, like the TikTok videos recently. I just felt like you're, you're always in like that constant battle as a creator. So like you can literally always be doing something. You can always be planning out the next piece. You can always be filming something. You can always do, you know, work on something. It's just like, you gotta, gotta figure out where you want to spend your time mm. and, and how to do that, you know, most efficiently, which is kind of what I'm going through now. Yeah. Um, you know, as I'm, as I'm growing thing out from, you know, do I just want to keep doing YouTube videos or like, do I want to also do, other projects like a cookbook do i want to do maybe uh create like a course where it's different from the youtube content you know it's right it it's maybe like an an hour two hour like curated thing where people can really follow along at a little more slower paced or, or things like that maybe do um you know like or maybe like a live class or 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 various other things maybe create like uh you know a knife line yeah um so like there's a lot of other opportunities that like you know i have the ability to do now and it's like at some point like if i want to do these other things like you know a either i I, either i you know kind of build out a team and hire some people which is you know one of the big goals for you know probably the next year is to kind of build some people around me to take some time out of my you know the editing side take some you know maybe do some like preliminary you know just like processes in place that help just streamline everything and, and whatnot. 
Um, but yeah, it, it definitely is a, it, it is a tough balance as a mm. creator that you don't realize because yeah, like even, even when you're out with, you know, friends or doing something on the weekend, yeah. like my mind is still thinking about like <laughs> the video it's, it's thinking about like video ideas. Like even if I just order something, I'm like, Ooh, I could do a video about this. It's like, yeah. you know, it's constantly, the, the mind's like constantly on and it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to like separate sometimes when yeah everything is it's you're you're you know you're your own business so it's yeah. like if you can be always be doing something if you want to so it's, no, it's just a something, tough balance yeah to vloggers through. vloggers talk about this a lot but they're like yeah i'll be out with my friends and you know we're having a good time someone says something funny my reaction is oh man if i was filming this it would be great for the vlog or whatever when vlogging was a thing so yeah. I'm, it makes sense that this is happening like in non-lifestyle genres. But speaking of doing other things, I had a question like when's when's the merch line? When's the podcast coming? Because that's that's the usual steps. Yeah. So are you thinking about like non-video? Because recently, what, what do I remember? Uh, Matt Matt Devella, his he dropped like some YouTube master yep. course, and uh, which I am considering. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so how how real you've mentioned the cookbook in the Will Clark podcast? Yeah, um, how's how's that coming along, and how's how's the other projects like in your percolation space? How are they doing? Yeah, so they're they're still much more in uh, in the ideation rather than uh, existing at the moment. I have like sure. I have like a loose outline of what I want to do for the cookbook, and that's and again that's it's almost like approach it like a video. Like, what do I want people to take away mm. from this? Yeah. Uh, you know, this, this, this cookbook that I do end up creating. Um, so that's kind of, I've still been going through. And then I've also the, like, I want to do, uh, I haven't decided on the course if I want to do it, like just a Skillshare one, or if I want to do it just like a self, you know, funded one, like Matt Diabella, um, you know, either teaching, about cooking or maybe like the very basics. Cause like, that's something I really haven't touched on. Um, I kind of do more dishes and, and things like that. Yeah. So merch, for example, I don't want to do like just originally I was going to, and I had some, some like prints and designs actually made up of like a, you know, like a black shirt with like a little like pickled onion thing on it. You have to and have like the pickled more, onions. Yeah. If you yeah, do that, the, pickled onions has to be there. Yeah. And the more I thought about it, I was like, man, it's like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm just like the merch, like, I don't know if that's like really me and like what I, what I would do for like my, I guess, brand, because like, I, it's like, I've never really bought any other YouTubers merch. So like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like price. So that's why I've been thinking like, how do I create um, some other products that I like? So for example, I did the the little like Brussels sprouts poster. Like I, I designed that and had, um, I had someone help, help me just pull that together. And now we're actually working on another thing. Um, kind of like a, it's almost, it's almost like a little three part poster of like, um, that's going to pair along with video. I don't want to give it away yet, Okay. but it's, it's kind of like functional art is the idea. So it's gonna, it's going to look good. But then it's also going to, it's something you could hang on your wall, but also something that like you can take, you're like, ooh, like that gives me, if I make, you know, this sauce or whatever, and I see that like, ooh, now I can, I can make that today and then mm. make things, more things out of it. Right. Um, right so right. it's kind of like a functional piece of art. So like, I think that's a kind of one of the cool ideas. That's probably something that's going to happen the soonest. And then. Probably Skillshare course would probably be next in the next probably couple of months, maybe next three to, to five months. And then cookbook, we'll see what happens. Um, there's a lot of different ways I want to have thought about. It's like, do you want to do a physical copy? Because if mm -hmm. you do a physical copy, that adds just way more time, way more whatever. But I've also just thought about like, I mean, kind of me and my channel is all about making things easy, like not really overthinking. It's like, what if I just make it like a digital Kindle copy only? Or, you know, you just have it on your phone. That's it. Yeah. It's like, how many of us, how many of us, you know, use like physical cookbooks anymore? It's like, I yeah. have a couple, but most of them I have just, they're on my Kindle and I flip through them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Um, speaking of just sticking on the art thing a bit, I was again in my I was listening to some of your I think Q and A's or maybe it was a podcast or something. You said that you weren't like creative or expressing. Usually, you don't express yourself creatively outside YouTube, but like I see the guitars, and apart from the guitars, uh, your videos have changed from the start. They've been like three four big thematic changes right like the the thumbnails how how they're positioned um the framing of you've changed locations too obviously yeah. from your parents house yeah. to here um how how do those come about like there was something you mentioned about a setup has to be just the easiest for you just press a button and now you're going instead of thinking every time sure there's a bit of that but aesthetically it is like consistently getting cleaner smoother so when do you when do you know like okay now I'm going to do like a whole new look Yeah yeah so for thumbnails there was just like a couple of times where it's like yeah I'm just going to try out try out different stuff go go with this whatever like if I was like, early on it was just like I have no idea what's working and what's not so <laughs> I was just like all right we're just going to move to a new style um and then the more I thought it was like I just want it kind of like basic and almost like I look to other creators. Mm. So like Matt Diavella. Um, so like when I think about myself, like, and I think like a lot of YouTubers should do this is like kind of look for other people that you enjoy watching. Um, what do you like about their videos? If, you know, etc. So for me, like my, my kind of core competencies, I think are a mix of like Matt Diavella, um, Benji with Babish is kind of like presentation um, and for Diavella kind of like the not not quite minimalist, but like more on the minimal side, I guess. Mm. Um, and then kind of like Jeff Nippert, who's like a, he's like a bodybuilder, yeah. science based guy. So like I kind of like almost blended those three together to like get my kind of style, like from Jeff Nippert, I'll show like some charts from and things and, and kind of break things down and, and showing like what actually matters or what doesn't matter that much. Mm. Um, or Babish is just like very clean presentation. Um, and then kind of like, you know, Matt Diavella is kind of like calming, like just vibe, you, you know, it's not like, you know, like there's not like jarring music yeah. or, or things like that. It's kind of just yeah, like yeah. a calming vibe. And, and just over time, like those things just kind of, take place and take place and take place. And then obviously like when I did kind of switch up, um, you know, locations and stuff like that, just naturally I was like, Ooh, this is kind of like a different, you know, it's a different vibe we've got going on here. So like that brought in more changes. And then like, as I've gone through, like even in, you know, the, the video I edited the other day, I was like, Ooh, yeah, I've kind of changed like the way I use font a little bit where I'm doing more like, bold and then not bold and like i hadn't even been doing some of that stuff like two or three months ago mm. um and it's just like it's just like over time you kind of just like get an eye for things and then like it leads to you know big changes that like they don't see big at the time it doesn't seem like a hard stop and then it's this it, it's just right. like but then if you kind of look through it, you're like oh yeah this is way different than even you know a, a year ago yeah um something else was your impact. So now you've been doing this for three years, 200 videos. There's the mission um, about making things easier for people, breaking it down, helping them understand how much of that now that you're, because this will only increase the more your following gets and your mm -hmm. following is increasing every day. Do you think about that? Like, does that affect decisions you make um, from an ideation, execution, planning perspective at all? Or is it just, you know, good to hear from people? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it kind of goes back to what I covered earlier. Um, like, at, at the end of the day, like, I want people to be trying cooking. Like, I want them yeah. to, to make these dishes. So whatever I can do in the video to kind of get that across, making people try out these things, um, you know, that's that's like mission accomplished for me. And then another big thing is, too like you know whether whatever for whatever that reason they want to try it um but then like for me specifically like i like to try things like i was saying earlier for you know new dishes new places um and and things of that nature so 
in 2022, the plan is to do a lot of traveling and, okay. and mix in. All right. Like I tried this dish here and like now I want to bring this into the, the home kitchen. Cause I think for me, that's kind of like the funnest part about like cooking is, is being able to like experience these, you know, these different cultures and, and show how people, you know, eat from around the world and, and, you know, everyone does things completely differently, which is awesome. Um, mm. So like just being able to bring, you know, as many people in that journey and show all the different ways of like why cooking is, you know, it's, it's something that everyone, you know, should be doing, at least in my opinion, it's something that everyone should learn. Um, and there's, everyone's going to have a different reason to do so. And just kind of helping people, you know, get along and, and get in that journey is, 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 you know, at the end of the day, like that's, that's what I'm really trying to accomplish. Do you think, do you think YouTube's a forever thing or like a five-year thing or a 10-year thing? I mean, you don't know yeah. how things will change, but yeah, I, I don't think, I don't see myself in, you know, five or 10 years spending as much time as I am now, you know, pumping out, you know, two videos per week, constantly, you know, researching for the next two for next week, things like that. Um, you know, I, I think I will be making video like YouTube videos for, you know, probably five, 10 years out, but I think it's definitely going to change over time where, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I'm, maybe it's not just me, you know, right. or, or maybe it's maybe, or maybe it's one video per week. Um, but, uh, a larger kind of production rather than, you know, me in my home kitchen. So I think it's going to last a long time, but I think it's also going to, I think it also will change a lot. Um, you know, I also don't think I'll be, you know, 15 or 20 years. Like I, I don't think I'll probably be making videos at that point, but um, yeah, it's, okay. it's definitely going to, it's for right now, it's kind of like enjoying the, the journey and how it will change over time. But yeah, I think for the next five or 10 years, like you'll definitely be seeing me, in you know video of some sort and creating things of some sort whether that's you know me standing in front of the screen and making something or whether you know it's a it's more of a, a production of you know like you know something higher like a show or something like that so like, we'll see what happens um, like an ugly delicious of your own yeah like something like that where yeah where yeah so like for me it's like i've always thought about you know like a show but like make it very home cooking because there is like a lot of food TV out there, but like, I, I really don't watch um, much of it. I watched, you know, some things here and there, like ugly delicious is really good. Um, but for me, like I like to learn about things and how they can, um, you know, how I can use them for myself. Okay. So like, that's kind of, that's kind of when that, you know, it's like, again, it goes with the whole channels thing. Like I want people to try things and like implement them um, right. and, and, and things like that. So I feel like a show based around that. Cause like, the travel stuff's awesome. Um, but then like, yeah, like show me, show me how to do that then, you know, like rather than be like, Oh, this is really good. You got to come here. It's like, <laughs> yeah. everyone can't travel to yeah. that spot. It's like, okay. So like, how do I bring that to the person watching it? Like, how do I show them how to make it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I have two closing questions. Mm -hmm. Both of them are ridiculous. Um, the first one is, uh, this is also, I have great personal stake in this how do you keep your mustache clean when you're making all the food? Cause like <laughs> as a fellow, like my beard loves getting involved. I, yeah. I can't eat a burger without my face somehow being involved. Uh, and your mustache is very respectable. Um, <laughs> I know people ask you how you maintain it, how you groom it, but how do you keep it clean with the food? Is that a thing you struggle yeah. with? Like have to deal with? There's only very specific foods that I have trouble with. One mm. of those is like a smoothie. If I'm right yeah, sipping yeah, yeah. on it, that's a mess. <laughs> um, other than that, like I've found the length where like, it's, it, it, it like does cover my lip, but it, it's like the perfect length where yeah. it doesn't get in as much, mm. uh, uh, much trouble. And, and there are some days where I'll notice be like, Ooh, I've, I like this got to trim a little, a little bit. Right, um, but yeah, right, it's right. just the length. I've been a little bit lucky to find like a length where it doesn't, really get caught in anything except yeah like smoothies or like thicker drinks or like things i'm slurping that's uh not a, not a pretty sight yeah the second question apropos of nothing but it's something we do on the channel do you have any ghost stories ghost stories any ghost any you've heard you've been in 
it's hard to be in one that's understandably super rare but yeah do you i mean i don't know if i have a ghost story stories? but the only technically slightly supernatural thing um i remember me and my uh me and my brother were driving up to one of our friends houses back in like high school we were in the woods uh or his house was like back in the woods and uh we swear we saw like uh, a, a chupacabra oh so like it was like a it was probably like something, you know, like a mangy animal with like teeth and, you know, cause it was, it was like up on a you know mountain and stuff and in the woods. But like, we, we were convinced like that thing was cursed. Like we, we, cause we, we were, we were coming up this way and then you turn the driveway and then the, the, the headlights get on there and we see this animal like eyes and we see like a bunch of like, you know, skin. Cause I think like chupacabra doesn't have like fur. Mm. Um, I think I don't remember, but uh, that well, was probably like whether picture. it's supernatural or not. Like that was like one of the things <laughs> that like stick out. I'm just like, this is back that home. Was creepy. Yeah, back. No, so this was back in yeah Pennsylvania, which is like okay. where I grew up. Okay. Okay. Wow. Well, and um, on that incredibly unrelated note, I think we're done. Um, yeah. I'll toss in links to Ethan's stuff, but I mean, if you're watching this, you know who he is. Um, <laughs> is there anything that people should be looking out for? specifically coming in the near future apart from that art piece anything you want to yeah um we i mean i've got some cool videos in the works um that that should be coming up but there's nothing nothing huge um next or i guess this sunday's video we're doing some waffle fries so you guys like waffle fries and are interested to see how they're made there i actually didn't know how they were cut it's pretty interesting to see how they're cut um you do have to get like a uni task clients unfortunately Okay. But if you want waffle fries, like, you know, sometimes you have to get <laughs> it's it. It's worth so. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. And and on that, I think we're good for the episode. TPR Pod, you know where to find us. Links to everything below. Um, Ethan, thanks very much. This was great. Yep. We're going to stop Thank recording you. now. All right. Bye, everyone. Take care.